When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Don't it up. If you love reality, this is Big Brother. You're going to love the Real House Husbands podcast. The Real House Husbands. The oh, Housewives. <laughs> Talking all things reality, both on screen and in real life. You will never believe what happened next. Because sometimes it's juicier. He yeah. goes out of their way to go and say that to someone. Get ready, because it's about to get real in here. With your hosts, Tim and Rod. The mortalist of them all. Tim, Rod. You are the winners of the amazing. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Real House Husbands with Tim and Rod. G'day, g'day. Yeah, here you going? <laughs> Good, mate. We're back. We're back, baby. And yeah, we're ready yeah. to slay once again. Yes, this week it's going to get juicy, juicy <laughs> because we're talking about regrets in life. And I know that you're probably out there going, "I don't regret anything in life because it taught me and made me into the person I am today." Okay, we all use that line and we all regret some things in life, right? 100%. And, mate, we're talking about those times in your life that if you had a time machine, you would turn back the clock a million percent, do something different, change something. But, like, let's be real, every single person has hectic regrets in their life, so... And um, we're not alone here, but we're also going to t- mm-hmm. talk about those reality TV show moments that people would obviously regret. Like I'm thinking, you know, what jumps to mind first is the housewives when they oh don't really kick God. off much. They're a bit of a boring bitch and then they just don't come back the next season because obviously they were cut because they yes. weren't like giving everyone the juicy, juicy tea that people wanted. So they would look back and be like, geez, I regret not being an outrageous bitch. Yes, because a lot of the housewives don't really need the money. They're already minted as all hell because of their rich sugar daddy or whatever. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> um, but they get on the show for fame, but then they be so polite to everyone. They don't kick off. They don't start drama. And you're like, you're on the real housewives. 100%. You need to kick off. Like surely, surely, surely they would regret that. <laughs> and like, let's be real. Like we've said before, every single reality show has a villain. Mm-hmm. So I reckon like probably some villains would get off over the fact that the world's hating on them. But I reckon the majority would look back and regret their actions, regret the things that they've done to make the whole entire world hate them. <laughs> and the thing is with reality reality TV is that editing has a big part to play in a lot of these shows. Yes. So that's where it's like hard. Do you regret? Let's, I'm just going to throw Sid and Ash from Amazing uh, Race. Our yes. season of Amazing Race. Iconic. Uh, they got smashed because they stole dumplings from nuns. <laughs> <laughs> which like it was to me I thought it was entertaining they were like our alliance on the on the race yeah. we thought they are legends after the race we became really good friends with them yeah. but then you're like do you regret stealing the nut stealing <laughs> the nuns dumplings like <laughs> 100% you know what else jumps to mind you know like Geordie Shaw they're all so wasted Ooh. so boozed up in the moment they probably have no idea whatsoever what is going on? I reckon I'd watch that back and I reckon I'd probably laugh at like 50% of the shit they do. And then mm. the other 50% would be like, 
Oh my god! Did I literally did I literally just have sex with some stranger on <laughs> national TV? Like that's how they stay in the show. That's <laughs> not a regret. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Would just be outrageous. Looking back and be like, I don't, even, I don't even remember doing that. And I was that drunk and wasted that I was literally making a full blown ass of myself. But like you said, that's what we want to see. The thing that frustrates me in reality TV, yeah, is I'm gonna sorry, almost like choked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, is I'm going to talk about a show that's on at the moment and it's Survivor Australia. Oh, we love that show. But Such a good show, mate, eh? Yeah, like Survivor, the franchise is huge, right? Yes. But you see people all the time. Like on the most recent episode, um, one of the ladies, I don't even remember her name, that again, do you regret that, darling? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but she gave away her idol to someone and then got voted out. Oh, my God. Like, yes. Surely, if you're on Survivor and it's very early days, don't give away your bloody <laughs> idol. I know, eh? Even Vanderpump Rules. Like, James on there was such an outrageous buffoon to everyone. He's cleaned himself up now. I think he's sober and he doesn't drink anymore. But back in the early days, he was so wasted. He'd be telling people to go suck a dick and he'd just be yelling the most hectic stuff. Body shaming women. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was calling that chick fat and telling her that she shouldn't wear those pants because they weren't flattering. Like, he was saying the most disgusting things to women. (gasps) Where are your summer bodies? Like, you obviously haven't been working out. Like, it was just... It was cringy the stuff he would be saying to girls. To mm. He would be ripping everyone to shreds, but mainly the chicks on the show. Surely he would look back on that and be like, what have I done? This, yes. will, this will follow me around forever. But that stuff never goes away. He keeps making it back onto every season. He's been <laughs> renewed again to come back. So he's doing something right. He's the sort of character watching it. Like yeah. I, I don't know if he regrets any of his actions, but- He's the sort of person that you love to hate. Maybe so, that's the, the magical equation. If, you're gonna, if we're lucky enough to get our ass back on another reality show, we've got to just do stuff we know we're going to regret. Don't body shame but, someone's dick. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll make our magical return for multiple seasons. Yeah, That's how you become like an iconic, iconic reoccurring <laughs> character. Yes. But I want to hear from you, Tim. Yeah. Because I want to know what you regret in life. I want to know if I'm, <laughs> if I'm going to know this story or not. Oh, my God. I have so many regrets. Obviously, <laughs> not obviously not buying shares in Apple or Disney. That's my first regret. Oh, but well. if I really think about it, my regret is so – I think it's silly and you're probably going to think it's pathetic, but I honestly really regret not doing this. I regret – well, you know, back in the day, I used to dance, right? When I was yes. a little kid, I loved dancing. It was like my escape from reality because I used Aww. to get bullied a bit growing up. And when I danced, I was just like- You're still a really good dancer, by the oh, way. Thank you. Thank you. But back in the day, I was doing jazz. I was doing tap. <laughs> I, I think I even did ballet at one one point. I was doing ballroom dancing. Did you have to wear but, the tights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tights, the bulgy tights. But that isn't a regret that I did not stick with that. Um, cause I literally tapped out when I was in high school, I thought, nah, I, I feel like I'm a bit of a loser. And the fact that I'm dancing is just like social suicide. So I can't yeah. do this, but I, I wish I had the balls to stick with it. Cause you never know. I could have been a world famous Beyonce backup dancer yes. traveling the world on like a Lady Gaga full blown world tour. You don't know what the sky's the limit. If I had stuck with it and kept pursuing pursuing those dancing dreams of mine, I could have been the next Michael Flatley. Was that like legitimately your dream as a as a kid growing up though? <laughs> like, like I want to be like a professional dancer or- Literally. I frothed on acting and dancing. So in the back of my mind, I was like, I want to be like a movie star. Aww. And if I'm not a movie star, I literally want to be like bumping and grinding as like a backup dancer, dancer for Beyonce. And it was you- A or B. 
That had to happen. And if you couldn't do that, become a reality TV fan <laughs> and win Amazing Race. Yeah. But I've said it before, but I was real uh, like tubby and overweight back in the day. So here, here I was dancing my heart off, like fully dedicating myself to my dream. And I was just like fat loser. Like it's a, it's a miracle I wasn't stoned in the streets, but. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no. poor little team. I wish I could go back and grab that little, little boy by the shoulders and be like, mate, do not stop dancing. <laughs> because you're going to look back in, on your life and you're going to regret this. Oh, I keep fucking stumbling over really- my words on that fucking emotional. Oh, darling. You made um, me breaking my heart. But honestly, though, like- You can still go and do dancing. I want to do I want to do pole dancing. I really want to get into pole dancing because it's so good for your core, good for your booty, good for your glutes. Well, do you know what? This is a declaration to everyone listening. They're going to keep us accountable. <laughs> We're going to go do a pole dancing class. Yes. And I promise that little scared and confused little gay boy- I'm going to make you proud, mate. I'm going to get back on the pole. Get back on the pole. (laughs) That's not your issue, darling. (laughs) I'm dead set. That is my new dream. Become a world famous pole dancer. How's about that? Mic drop. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I've won the amazing race. Now I need to win a pole dancing competition. Yes. So, mate, I'm curious to know what your number one regret is in life. Like, I have a Is this going to shock me? No, probably not. Is yours sexual? Uh, well, look, I do have sexual regret, re- regrets. <laughs> we all, we've all got sexual regrets. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely. Like, there's people that um, I've slept with where it's like, oh, my gosh, I cannot oh. believe that. Like, do you know what I mean? There's those sort of stories. There's, like, staying around with my ex for heaps longer than oh, I should have when yes. he was cheating. And, like, there's those sort of regrets. And then, like, again, like I was like, like mocking at the beginning of the episode, like it is those times where you like, uh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just but like drawing gotta, a blank. But like you've got to delve deeper because everyone's had those cheaters, exes that screwed them over. Yeah, they regret that. I want you to delve as deep as you can. Something that you look back on and you felt if you had a magic wand, you're really setting different. me up to fail here because <laughs> the story I have in mind really isn't that that juicy. Well, how old were you when you? you no, know, like my biggest regret is. I got into finance. I started working for a bank, started working my way up. So because I was so career focused from a very young age, I was successful. Like I became a branch manager young, started my own business young and all that. Yeah. But I didn't go and do the whole gap year side of things, go over to Canada and just sleep around, party hard, do all that. (laughs) I went, I've I've done Kentucky. I've traveled to Europe on short trips. Just a holiday sort of thing. Yeah, but I wish when I was like, 18, 19, early 20s. Yeah. I wish I had just traveled, partied, working oh. holiday. Do you know what comes to mind? Below deck. I wanted yes. to I wanted to work on a, a super yacht. Go and just- Sail the world. Travel the Mediterranean, party after your charter. Oh do that sort God. of thing. I wish I had done that. I regret that you didn't do that. I'm like <laughs> regretful for you because that would be magical. I did that. The gap year away, working overseas for the year in Canada- I've said it before, was the greatest year of my life. So the fact that you still had a good time on Kentucky, you were just partying nonstop. You so realize you- you're rubbing salt in my wings right now. <laughs> it was the best year. We're about to I've get ever- an argument live on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Here I am, like, oh, I regret I didn't do that. And you're like, oh, it was the best time of my life. It was the best thing ever. You've missed out. But age is just a number. Go do it now. I'll support that. All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Blow all our amazing race winnings on a below deck fantasy career. I like, Tim, I miss you partying over in yeah, Canada. But you was a sexy captain dressed up in your little captain outfit. I'd come work on the boat if I got to see that. Go down. Yeah, you can. But honestly, I want you to jump back into it. 
You can do that. We'll hit up Hannah Ferrier and she can get you a job on like a mega yacht. On Ocean Training Academy. Or oh, yeah. Thing's called. You can be on, on, the, yeah, on the Aussie spin-off version of Below Deck Down Under. Done. Lock it in. That'd be iconic. So I'll you be would- a sexy deck hand. <laughs> do you regret doing Katiki? No, because that was one of the- That was the best thing I've ever done. You regret that not sleeping with dudes because weren't you masking your gayness by just banging chicks? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. (laughs) Story for another time. (laughs) See, oh, my God. I regret not doing Kentucky. So, we have the opposite regrets. Oh, well, I've never really wanted to be a dancer. (laughs) I've always wanted to be, like, performing on stage, but I can't dance or sing. Would you get into pole dancing if if I booked us a class together? Lock it in. Would you wear, like, stripper heels with me? Oh. Duh. Fully commit. Duh. We should get like outrageous wigs and let, let's do the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going on a different tangent, but coming up next, our guest today is Mikey Goldman. You might remember oh. him as one of the hosts of Big Brother OG Big Brother we're talking about here in Australia. Back, back, back in the day, literally when we frothed on Big Brother the most, when it was Mikey G and Gretel Colleen running the show, Mikey mm-hmm. doing his Friday Night Live with Bree and Fitzy. They were the days, they were the years, and we are so excited to chat with Mikey and get his take on his biggest regrets in life coming up next. Can't Stay wait. tuned for Mikey. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So, our next guest is one of Australia's most iconic television and radio hosts of all time. We we reckon he has one of the most recognisable voices in Australia, full stop. We first fell in love with him back when he graced our screens on the OG Big Brother days on our favourite nostalgic shows like Friday Night Live, Big Brother Up Late, and of course, Big Brother Uncut. Yes, please welcome Australian TVT, TVT, TV royalty, Mikey Goldman. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. What's I going on, Mikey? I got excited then. I thought you were introducing Sonia Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, she, she, she's up next. No, just joking. <laughs> oh, my God. Mikey, we love you. You're an icon. How's it going? Oh, really good. Thank you very much. I'm I'm so flattered and honoured to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, your voice is dead set. Not only iconic, but so incredibly soothing and nostalgic. It brings back all those OG Big Brother feels, doesn't it? Yeah, man. Them are the days back in 2001. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marie and Ben was the winner. And yes. you know, all, all, it's all a blur, though, because the, the crew were, you know, partying and drinking beer and tequila and racking up lines of coke and <laughs> they were bad news i tell you 20 years ago so i can tell you exactly what the fuck happened yes <laughs> we're well, spilling the tea that's for sure well speaking of the revamped big brother yes what's your take on it because it's very very different to what it was happening 20 years ago yeah it, it's an absolute mess it's something that is a show which needs to be raw and needs to be live. It needs to be like a sporting event. Yes. And to put theatrical music behind it, like it's some sort of 
pissy Disney adventure is a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's, they're, they're still they're telling great stories, but the, but the guy who runs Endemol Shine, whoever's you know decided to do it this way, he has no freaking idea. Oh Tell us what you um, really think. <laughs> oh, hey, don't get me wrong. I watched the show. I watched I watched the series, but yeah. I've seen it better. Sorry, yes. Survivor people who are producers should go and produce Survivor. They, yes. should, they should leave big leave big brother to the people who who know how to make it, and they didn't use anyone. For the last couple of years, you know how to make it. And that shows in the ratings. Because, Mikey, yeah. we missed the live eliminations, the live audience, just that live pizzazz. That's all missing, isn't it? You don't know what's going to happen. You don't yeah. know if someone's going to jump out of the audience in the nude, something's going to catch on <laughs> fire, one of the housemates is going to start a fight, someone's going to put tape over their mouth and <sighs> not talk. I mean, people love that about not knowing what's going to happen. They, they love that element. Ele- element of uncertainty and that's what the show is all about yeah considering you had so much involvement and hosted um the original did they ever reach out to you for any form of involvement in the new one uh yes i worked for channel 7 last year and i made a show called the big bro show yeah which was was like a top 10 sort of highlight recap kind of show Mm-hmm. And that that went great. Like you know, we had um, millions of views on that, and we had lots of laughs, and we had all all the housemates on the show. Uh, this year, I was um, I was in line to host a show with Sonia yeah. um, on Seven Mates, oh, and they wow. said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool, it's all happening." And then at the last minute, they pulled the pin. And, um, and Sonia's like, well, I'm not doing it by myself. And they didn't end up doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because, Mikey, honestly, we were infuriated because, let's be real, at the end of the day, you and Gretel will forever be the face of Big Brother Australia. And not in our eyes until the end of time, that's for sure. But what was it like working with Gretel? How is she behind the scenes? Yeah, she's great. Really good. Um, I, I love working with Gretel. She's a talented woman. She's an incredible artist. She can paint. I don't know if you've seen any of her painting. I know she's selling them online for an absolute squillion, so go and check that out. Uh, <laughs> and she's, you know, she's doing her stand-up, and she's just cool. Like, we occasionally still talk on um, on Instagram, and um, I, I signed up to her OnlyFans, and yeah. some of the stuff she's doing on there, there is... Brilliant. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we'll just, we'll cut that bit right there. There's your Daily Mail headline. (laughs) Hey, I'm thinking about it though. Have you heard about the money that these people are making? Mikey, you got to do it. Do it. Sign up to it. I I had this girl called uh, Renee Gracie. Yeah. Who, uh, she's, I think she's in the top 1% of only fans in the world. And she used to be a V8 supercar driver and she decided, She's earning shit money. I think she was only on like yeah twenty grand a year or something racing V8 supercars, which is a joke. Yeah, she's yeah. totally getting ripped off by the guy who owned the team. And so she thought maybe I'll just stick a few photos of myself on OnlyFans and see if I can make <laughs> an extra buck. She made two hundred and fifty thousand a month. What? It is oh just my insane god! Insane amount of money, <laughs> dude. She she came to my house to do an interview for my on the mic dot com show. Yeah, the fucking paparazzi showed up. At my house taking photos of her. Oh, my God. We had to race around the world for like nearly two months to get a quarter of a mil. When we should have just put some OnlyFans picks up, we would have got the same <laughs> amount. Dude, don't, don't you guys have OnlyFans? I, mean, I, that's, no, I heard that. That's, that's, that's seriously, if you're on a reality TV show, 
you can make a fuck ton. <laughs> that you know, is I, so I, seriously, you know, I'm seriously, let's talk about this. I've been considering it because at the moment, COVID, it's like, I've basically got no work on. Like, what the hell am I going to do? I'm writing stand-up shows, so, you know, that, that's uh, that's where, how far I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. But I'm, I am excited about that. But, Mike, you know what else has got to happen? You've got to get your ass on Big Brother VIP as a housemate. We want to see that happen. Would that be something you'd ever do? I'm a, I'm a VUP. What's <laughs> that? Very unimportant person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big enough celebrity. You know, they're getting like, is it Kyle uh, Jenner? What's his name? The athlete that oh. had the snip. Oh yeah, um, you um, saying Bolt? Jenner, Jenner. No. Uh, oh, Caitlyn no, Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't snip. remember her name. But um, and and who else have they got on there? They've got um, well, the I've, guy Doogie Howser, MD. Um, he won an he won an Emmy. Uh, oh yeah, Neil clearly, Patrick, clearly the A grade. Neil Patrick, Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Oh, yeah, Jessica like, Power. I, I, I just don't think Mike Goldman fits alongside those names. Well, if <laughs> if um if Mike Goldman doesn't make the cut, I don't know why Jamie Doran's making the cut. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and how I just bagged the producers on Big Brother, I seriously <laughs> doubt them putting me on the show. And and if if they did, they would be giving me challenges to eat witchetty grubs and. You know, shave my head and yes. you know, tor- torture me basically. So. Well, mate, when it comes right, to Big Brother, <laughs> when it comes to Big I Brother, th- it doesn't get more VIP than Mikey. Stop it! I, I did try out for um, SAS. I would oh, on that. Oh sure. yeah, you'd slay on that. that. You'd do really good on that. You got to get your butt well, on that. I'm, I, I'm apparently I'm too old because they said, oh. "Oh no, it's only uh, <laughs> under 46," and I'm. I'm 48. I'm turning 50 next year, and I'm like, you know what? I've seen those people in that show. I could kick all their asses. So oh, hell I don't yes. know why, why they why they have to be ages? Oh yes. Well, get your OnlyFans, and that can be like your controversy for getting on it. Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god. Can I get you guys into the first shoot? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll direct it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, call it yeah. we'll call it the yeah. shots. We'll call it the end. We'll go third. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, a lot of our fans love the behind the scenes sort of stuff. Like, oh. they're one of our biggest questions we get from Amazing Race is like, what didn't make it to television? Yes. From all your years on Big Brother, is there a standout thing that just didn't make it because it was too bad or too juicy that you just didn't show it or. Or they just showed everything back in the day. <laughs> um, yes, there was a, a rap party that we had in the Big Brother house, and I threw up in the toilet. Oh, that, what? That didn't make didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it wasn't because I drank too much alcohol. I had a bad curry the night before. Oh. But the, um, <laughs> the, the things that actually made made the show that didn't make the show, you know, most of the stuff that was in there from when I was on the show, it, it made the cut. But, you know, you, you hear the guys that are on it nowadays and they're like, oh, we had so much more and they didn't show this and they didn't show that because it's not live. And they're, you know, just contriving a story with, you know, with an orchestra to make you feel a certain way. It just doesn't feel like Big Brother. No way. Well, Mike, you know what else was iconic? The Friday Night Live was so good. Are you still friends with Fitzy and Bree? Absolutely. Yes. Um. You know, actually, Fitzy asked me last year to come on the show, but I was uh, I was shooting something. Like, he wanted me to go on his his show to have a Big Brother wrap off or something like that. But oh. uh, Brie ended up ended up going in. But yeah, um, Brie is a wedding celebrant now, and oh, she's wow. living in Sydney and married to a, pro- a TV producer and has got two kids. 
Oh, whoa, no Ooh. way. Because back in the day, yeah. you guys like Charlie's Angels. We were obsessed. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good fun. Yeah. Good fun indeed. Yeah, I had a ball. Well, I want to pick your brain on like cancel culture because yeah. these days, again, like you said, it's not live. So a lot of the fights and that, if it got too far out of control, like we interviewed Tilly, um, who was on oh. this most recent season. Yeah. And she was saying that there was kickoffs in the house this year that like Big Brother kept people separate from the house and all the rest of it. And that just never aired. But back in the day, they would show everything. They yes. would swear at each other. Everything was just like all out in the open. But now I believe it's more to do with like cancel culture. You say the wrong thing on a reality TV show and you get completely canceled. Yeah. What's your that's take why, on that? That's why I believe Big Brother should be its own streaming service oh. like Netflix. Oh, uh, I think yes. it, should have, it, should have, it should be on for three months of the year. You subscribe for the three months. You can watch them 24-7. You watch the daily highlights at 7 o'clock every day. There's news updates on the hour, what they've been doing. And they'll talk about whatever they talk about. And, and it doesn't get bleeped. Nothing is censored unless, of course, they're, they're incriminating other people and they're talking <laughs> about you know, drugs or sex and other people that could incriminate the housemate. Yes. But no, you're, no. you're right. I, they can't let stuff get to air on Channel 7 that, that will get one of the housemates cancelled because it could lose millions of dollars in sponsorship dollars for yeah, the yeah. network. Yeah, 100%. Because how good was Big Brother Uncut back in the day? Like, uh, we're two proud gay men, and growing up, we knew we were gay because we wanted to be Britney Spears, what? but we also knew what? we were gay because watching <laughs> Big Brother Uncut. Gay? <laughs> are you not gay, are you? <laughs> no, we got wives. We're two straight men. <laughs> I thought you were just great friends that hang out at the beach in the Speedos all the time. We're twins. And, and, and and just, we're just so good friends that we just kiss all the time and everything. <laughs> well, Mikey, you know how I knew I was gay growing up? The one reason I knew I was gay growing up, I used to get so into Big Brother Uncut, the dudes in the showers getting their gear off. We were both frothing. <laughs> you know, do you know how I knew I was gay growing up? Because I was a rollerblader. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't we see that on the show? You should have been just rolling, skating around everywhere. Oh, I know. No, no. Rollerblading, I mean, come on. It's, it's just not a thing anymore, is it? I you used know. to go to like um, a roller derby and all those sort of things. But you know, I actually, I mean, I'm, I'm not gay. I, I am married, but I, I, the uh, first nightclub I ever went to was a gay bar. Uh, yes. that was, what was it? What was it? The Exchange, I think it was in Sydney and Oxford Street. Yes. Oh. Yeah. They just thought, oh, he's a pretty blonde boy in a leather jacket. I'm on in. And, and your roller skates. I was 16. I was in rollerblades. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, 16. I mean, a couple of my friends uh, went in there as well. And we were on the dance floor. We were all high-fiving. We got into a nightclub. Dance. And then we quickly realized that we were dancing with seven dudes with their shirts off and thought, okay. Oh <laughs> they would have been Maybe. loving life. Maybe <laughs> wow. That's so good. That's amazing. I, uh, actually, I remember um, – they were pass- I didn't I never even knew what Amel was and they were passing around a little bottle on the dance floor and these dudes were sniffing it. I'm like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> That's good shit. Nice. Underage in a nightclub <laughs> doing illegal drugs. With, se- with seven, with seven men, with seven men wrapped around you. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a good night. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I don't care. <laughs> well, Mikey, this week on the podcast, we've been talking about regrets in life, and we wanted to hear from you. Is there anything, career or personal life, that you regret from your life? Yes. 
Yeah, man, just listen to everything I said from the start of this interview. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so good. Uh, really? If I, 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 I'm never going to work again in the industry from everything I've said. <laughs> so you've got to do um, OnlyFans now. <laughs> yeah, that's all, mate. There's no, nothing else for me. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's good to have an opinion. Why, 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 do you, why would they want someone on TV that just reads an auto cue? Yeah, you, know, you can get you can get anyone off Instagram that looks half decent to read an auto cue. You you want someone with experience that knows the show inside out. You want you you know you want someone to have an opinion. You want someone to say what they think. You want them to push people's buttons and ask the questions. And you know that's that's just me. You get you get what you get when it's me. And I, I've always been a big believer in doing the right thing. Believe in karma. Yeah, believe in you know look, looking after people and never burning your bridges. And you know that's that's why I I feel like I've got a good name in the industry and. You know, there's so many people in the past who, you know, have been busted for drugs or belting their wife or their girlfriend. Yeah. Deal or no deal. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh. And, 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 they, and they keep giving these dickheads a go. They keep letting them have another crack at it. So I think the time, the time has come to, to for Mikey G to, to rise up and be given another show. I'm on the lookout right now. So 100%. if any producers out there are listening, yes. give, me a, give me a call. Bring it on. Let's go. Let's make something. Mikey G, you're a dead set legend. Mate, you got to spill the tea. Can you give us the tea on this one, this next question? It's going to blow your socks off. We want <laughs> okay. to know, are there any Big Brother contestants back in the day that were just terrible people? Like any winners that just did not deserve to win in your eyes? Or just contestants full stop? Um, uh, there was a, um, a housemate who won a lot of money. I won't say what their name is. Um, but he promised the girl he hooked up with who came second a share of the cash and never gave it to her. Oh, blow, blow. That is a kick in the guts, isn't it? There's an, uh, there's an, another guy who won and his girlfriend, I guess, slash fiance at the time used to be so jealous of all the other girl housemates that we had to give her a chair and let her sit in the camera runs to watch everything that he did. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy smokes. So she was a full-blown oh, lunatic. Crazy. That's actually one thing that um, I find so amusing from um, reality TV is that, yes, you got to play, up, play it up and, like, amplify your character a little bit, but do people not realise sometimes that there are cameras on you? Yes. You say these things and you do these things and you're like, you're a mic and there's a camera on you, you idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Mikey. exactly. You've always got the camera on you. You've always got your microphone on. And, and that's why I think it's better to leave the housemates alone for one, two, three, four days. Don't even speak to them. Don't give them a challenge. Don't give them a task. Yeah. Make them yes. think that the whole world doesn't care about them so that they can be themselves. And then you film that and people get to know their real characters, not other, other than saying, oh, we're going to hide someone. We're going to put someone back in. We're, yes. going to, we're going to have a little game now. I mean, that's that's just TV producers shitting themselves that no one's going to watch it and, and think it's boring. But they're wrong because there's Big Brother fans out there that are so dedicated and, and yes. they, they will watch it no matter what. And they want to see nonstop streaming. They want to see highlights so they can get up to speed with what's been going on. But they they want to see it breathe. They want to, they want to feel like no one's talking for five minutes and see some looks and see someone moving shit around or see someone giving someone an evil look and 
form their own narrative, their own storyline in their head, you know? Yes. Before like this chat, we were like looking up some uh, YouTube clips of the old big brother. And that's exactly what we used to froth on. Like sometimes the cameras weren't even in the right room because it was just so live and they were just trying to like catch up with the fight that was going on. And they used to just (laughs) kick off and one would walk off into the other room and that's what's missing. We would watch that again. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of fights over the years that, um, that were live and we saw them unfold. Like uh, I remember Farmer Dave, he was threatening to leave the Big Brother house and yes. kicking up a stink and he was demanding to be to be let out of the house and I was told not to talk about it on on my live show and accidentally talked about it and got abused by the executive <laughs> producer yes. like in, the, in, in the commercial break. That's but, you know, that was my own stupid yeah. fault because he came to me in the commercial break and said, do not talk about Farmer Dave, don't say anything about him, just talk about the housemates and play your stupid game. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry, man, no problem. Mike, you're on in three, two, one. Okay, uh, we're not going to talk about Farmer Dave. Nothing's going on. Nothing to see here with Farmer Dave. (laughs) (laughs) He came came back in in the next commercial break. It's like, fuck me drunk. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Fuck me drunk, I love it. You know what else is missing from the, the good old days had copious amounts of? The free booze. That's when all the good fights would kick off. It seems like nowadays in the revamp one, it's just not much alcohol at all. It's like, don't they know that's what makes good reality TV? All the grog? And, and, and give them a, a uh, medicinal marijuana certificate as well so they can get stoned at the same time. That, that, <laughs> that would be entertaining to watch. It's legal now. We're not doing anything illegal by letting people sit around and smoke weed. Oh, yeah. Do, do like a green room in the house or something where they can just go and just yeah. hunt, smoke away. Like instead of Friday night games, we have <laughs> Sunday night games where, where, where they stoned day night games where they just get, get on the phone <laughs> and, and they see who can eat the most tin pans. Yes. <laughs> that is so good. Mate, we want to know, can you spit for at us your three, your top favourite, three favourite housemates of all time? One, two, three. Mikey's faves. You, you've got such great energy. I love, I love your passion about this, guys. Um, <laughs> Reggie, Mate, Reggie, on you. Reggie's number one. Yes, Reggie's yeah. amazing just because she's so raw and honest and inappropriate funny to watch and because she got more excited about winning a Sony PlayStation rather than $250,000 cash. Uh, And I'm still friends with Reggie. I still speak to her. Um, Paul Dyer, I thought he was an excellent housemate. He was in Bree's ear because he was so opinionated and he called everyone out on their bullshit. And and then I guess it's toss up between Bree and Fitzy because I I shared so many amazing TV moments with them and got to work with them for so long. Um, So to tie with those those two as well. I love that. That makes me so happy. One one major thing that I actually just remembered now, back in the day there was the turkey slapping incident. Yes. And like – Again, I'm probably going to be hated for even saying this, but I thought it was actually kind of really like funny. I, don't, I didn't think that the um, the girl took it like offensively or anything. It was all done in kind of good humor. And back in a day where <laughs> you could do things like that and not get cancelled, but do you remember that? And what do you reckon the boys got um, slammed too harshly or, and hated by the whole nation because of that? Yeah. Oh. No, no, I think they did, and I, uh, I don't know what happened legally after that, but I know there was some sort of a court case where they won. Oh, oh my God, Mikey, have you ever been turkey slapped? Mm. <laughs> no, no. When I was drunk at a party, someone took a photo of their balls on my head when I was asleep. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's iconic. We love you, mate. Dead set. This is so awkward, but I'm going to ask it anyway. We are obsessed with you, and like I said in your intro, you have one of the most iconic Aussie voices ever. Would you be down to record our voicemail now, like a 10 second voicemail that we will literally put as our voicemail on our phone? What do you want me to say? Could you, mate? Could you do? Now you've reached Tim and Rod, the winners of the Amazing Race Australia. This is Mikey Goldman. Australian reality TV show royalty. <laughs> if that can't make it to the phone, thanks. Leave a message after the tone. Beep. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, Let's here we it. go. You ready? Okay, three, three two, two, one. Hi there, you've reached Tim's Rod, the winner of Amazing Ra- Oh, sorry, Tim's Rod. That's, no, wait a minute. Sorry. Let me start again. Uh, Take two. Tim and Rod, the winners of Amazing Race Australia. And please leave your amazing message after the tone. And amazingly, they'll call you back. Lots of love. Mwah. Yes! That was so good, mate. Thank you so much. That de- dead set. Going to be my new, new voicemail. But we want to know, Mikey, before we let you go, what's coming at, coming up next for you, mate? When you can work again. <laughs> um, gee, that's a good question, you know. Uh, at, at the moment, there's uh, a documentary I'm working on with yes. uh, Jeff McCoy who opened the first Aussie surf shop in Japan, the first Aussie surf shop in the USA, trained legendary Aussie, Aussie surfers who rode his boards, like Shane Horan, Mark Richards, Pam Burridge. And, yeah, we're making a little doco. And that, no that's about way. it for me, other, other than other than hoping and praying that the phone rings for more work. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if people want to see stand-up gigs, where do they go to get tickets for that? Uh, early next year, hopefully, uh, COVID permitting, I am doing a tour around breweries in Australia with a guy by the name of Zane Lamprey. Uh, Zane hosts drinking shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime, like Drinking Made Easy and Three Sheets. Yeah. And he also owns a clothing label called Adventure with a three instead of an E because they plant three trees for every piece of clothing you buy. And he is, he's got a sold out tour happening in the US right now. And he asked me to put together the tour here. So I'm going to do some stand up there. And uh, and he's going to do his full hour show. And uh, I'm helping put that together. And it's coming to a town near you. That's awesome. Well, if you're not already following Mike, make sure you're following him on Instagram at Mike Goldman Live. Yeah. And thank you so much for joining us, Mike. You're a legend, mate. And don't forget, don't forget to check out my TikTok. I've, my TikTok's blowing up right now. Is, yeah. that, is that Mike Goldman Live as well? That's just Mike Goldman. I actually got my name. The only reason why I'm Mike Goldman live everywhere else is because I couldn't get my helmet. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. I got, I got it on TikTok, and um, I did a video the other day where I was talking about how I was at the protest and how I loved it, and it was going great, uh, and, you know, the, the lockdown protest. And then I started coughing, and I pretended to die. It had, like, <laughs> 600... 600,000 views. Oh, no. That is so good. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, too soon moments. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and, Mikey, where can people find you on OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> Just go to onthemic.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, you love it, mate. You're a legend. Thanks again. Have the best day. And we'll hopefully hey, see your ass back on Big Brother ASAP. We're going to start a, 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 what is it called? Petition. 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 <laughs> go fund me. Yes. All of the above. I get it. <laughs> Thanks, you Mark, You're a legend. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I could listen to Mikey talk for hours. He's just got that voice that's just like, this is so good. Oh, dead set. It takes you back, that nostalgic voice. But it also, like, calmly soothes me. I don't know what it is. You can see why he does TV commercials and radio stuff. Because he's got the voice of an angel. You know he was joking about being gay, right? Don't don't leave me for Mikey Goldman. <laughs> I was so confused. But I love the names that we're calling him. He's getting Mike Goldman, Mikey G, Mike <laughs> Goldman, Mikey blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. Yes. But if you want to keep up to date with all things The Real House Husbands podcast, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Tim and Rod. Oh, my God. We haven't even talked about this, but should we let them know what's coming next week? Oh. oh, my God, guys. Do not miss next week. It is our final episode of, of season, season one. one. We are going out with a bang. It's going to be our 20th episode. You have to tune in next week. We have the best guest of all time. We're going out with a bang, baby. Episode 20 to wrap up a fantastic season. You're not going to want to miss it. No, she's one of our favourite reality stars. I've just given away that it's just key. <laughs> okay, we've halved, we've halved the um, guessable people. <laughs> yes, but she is iconic. She's one of our favourites. She's still relevant after so many years and oh. you're going to love her too. We are so excited to chat with Beep. Oh, next <laughs> week, don't miss it on the season finale. Oh, that sounds bougie. Yes. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to the Real House Husbands podcast. Bye, pumpkin. Keep up to date with at Tim and Rod on Instagram. Doing what we love to do the most. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Oh.